Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Felton. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for three. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam. Raymond Felton is with me. Raymond, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I can't complain. I can't complain. Recording this um, on a Monday, the Hornets play tonight um, against the Thunder, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but before we get into that, you can find the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Everywhere podcasts are found. Also, can catch us on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. If you have any questions for the podcast, tweet them at us. Hashtag Hornets pod. And yeah, we're going to get into a lot of cool stuff. NCAA tournament starts this week. Hornets have a, had a big bounce back win against the Pelicans. Isaiah Thomas signed a new 10-day contract. Mason Plumby shooting left-handed free throws. A lot of interesting <laughs> stuff to get into. We're going to get into all of it today. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50, five, zero. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so Raymond, yeah, so let's start with, uh, with UNC, all right? Um, eight seed in this tournament. The tournament starts this week. Um, what are your just general thoughts on where UNC seated right now um, and the tournament in general? Um, first of all, I mean, it's always good to just be in it. You know what I'm saying? Because you could be one of those teams who either in the NIT or you're at home. So, you know, shout out to shout out to my young fellas, man, for having a good season and um, being in the tournament and having an opportunity to do something special. But um, I think it all boils down to just uh, just uh, focus. The lock, the way you have to be locked in in the tournament is is, is it's another level. It's another it's another mindset, and um, it's one and done. Mm-hmm. So the the capability is there. You know, it's just all about the maturity and the focus that you really gotta have. You know, and it and it takes a lot to just get away from everything and just really focus on it and just winning a total of six games to to get it all, you know what I'm saying, without losing one. But um, like I said, I'm proud of them. They got a great team over there, well coached. And, um, hey, I'm going with my guys all day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know a lot of people might say, yeah, right, they have no chance, but, I mean, I'm going with my boys all day. I know I know what, what, what type of teaching they're getting over there. So, you know, they're going to be prepared. It's all about – how what they gonna do because at the end of the day the coach can't go out there and play for you you got to go out there and play so we'll see what happens yeah and uh from, from your experience um your your freshman year at, at unc didn't make the tournament right uh mm-hmm. second year six seed third year one seed won the whole thing 
Uh, what was right. that progression like as you look back at it now um, in 2022? Uh, like, what would you does does that when you get to tournament time? Like, what what memories come back to you? Um, mm-hmm. And what was that experience like? Even make, making that jump from the 60 to the one seed. Like, what was that pressure difference, if at all? <clears throat> it was just growing pains, man. Really, just you know, get your feet wet. Um, we lost to Texas that year. It was a, had a really good team. Um, and really just like, like I said, man, getting your feet wet and really trying to understand like what it feels and what it means to, to be in that point, be in March Madness. So that next year, man, we just had a different, different level of focus, you know what I'm saying? And plus on top of that, we was very talented, but we had a different level of focus. We've been through some things together. We've been through some losses. We've been through some, 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 some pain and just, like tough, tough losses and just we've been through a lot, man. Even on and off the court. That made us closer, that made us, you know, a family, you know. We all keep in touch to this day. So, you know, we was able to go out there and do something very special that nobody can ever take from us. And what was like the selection Sunday process, right? Like you you did all the work, you do all the work all season long and mm-hmm. you're just waiting, waiting to see who your opponent's gonna be so you can start preparing. Like what 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 goes into the to that from your point of view? Just the whole selection, man. You know, you just, you know, you all get together, you know, you just hanging around and then, you know, you know, show your name being called and, you know, you just get all excited. It's just a different feeling that you can't explain, man. And then, you know, once you see who you who you have to play, now it's time to go to work. It's time to watch film. It's time to watch who, you, who your matchup is and just just locking in, getting ready. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the tournament starts later this week. Um, I'm not, I said, I, I gave up on filling out brackets um, a long time ago. Uh, the best I ever finished was, uh, I think, third. I think I got my money back. Um, like just enough to get my money back, you know? Right. Um, and, yeah, so I'm on your – listen, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm rooting for you. My college ain't in it, so let's go UNC. I <laughs> right, appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but I'll be watching, though. Uh, we have some interesting players. Like, so, you know, I'm, a, I'm an NBA fan more than a college basketball fan because the Hornets, obviously. So, you know, the Hornets are in a weird spot anyway because the Hornets can go from having two first-round draft picks or none, depending on how the Pelicans finish and how the Hornets finish. So when you kind of look <laughs> at – you can't even, like, properly scout uh, as, a, as a Hornets fan right now because you don't know who will kind of be there if the Hornets even have a shot at drafting anybody in the first round. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. Um, speaking of the Hornets, you know, right now, they're a 10 seed, half game behind Atlanta, three games above the Wizards. So some cushion there. Um, but yeah, firm 10 seed at the moment. They played tonight, so that, that will change, um, hopefully. Um, we'll see, though. Um, it's, uh, like it's like late morning, early afternoon on a Monday. So depending on when you listen to this, it may change a little bit. But that, just a frame of reference for everyone out there. <laughs> um, oh, real quick. So <laughs> I... Wanted to talk to you about being on the cover of March Madness 2006. Before we get into uh, the um, the Hornets talk, before we leave college, I want to talk to you about that. What was that process like? So uh, Raymond Felton is the, the cover athlete for uh, EA Sports uh, NCAA March Madness 2006 um, on the Xbox, the Xbox era. Uh, what was that like? Um, what are your memories of that? And did you play the game? Yeah, I did. I played the game for sure. I played the game for sure. Um, man, listen, that was like so real to me. It was like a dream come true. Man, a kid grew up playing video games, and I'm actually on the cover of one. 
it was just like, is this, is this really life, you know? And um, I don't know, man, it was just one of those things when my agent called me, he was like, man, they want to do a deal with you. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> sign me up now. Like, yes, let's do it. But um, nah, man, it was just one of those moments where, you know, I just give all, all the thanks to God, man, just all the blessings and just, you know, being in a situation where the kid grew up where I grew up at, as small as the town as it was, and just the adversities and different things I had to go through just to accomplish something like that, man, that I can look back and show my kids, like, look, you know, your dad was on a video game. You know, that's that's something that's just amazing, man. You know, I had to give all the, like I said, just a second ago, I had to get all the thanks to God, man, for all those things like that, man, because it was something that, I would have never imagined. I would have never thought I would have been on the cover of a video game. So you know, it was it was it was amazing, man. I I promise you, that's something that I look at sometimes now. Even I walk past it, I'm like, dang, <laughs> I was on the cover of a video game, man. That's that's crazy. But yeah, it was, it was a blessing for sure. Nice, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's 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 really cool. That era of college now college video games are a thing of the past at the moment. Yeah, I assume mm-hmm. with the NIL deal. Um, yeah, they need to bring it back. Exactly, they need to bring it back. Those I was games a bucket really getter. Cool. I was a bucket getter on there. <laughs> they had me super fast. They had me. They had me super hype. I was like a ninety. It might have been a ninety nine overall. Man, I was getting buckets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so yeah, I, I for whether it was that or um, NBA Live or I don't know if two K was around um, when you first entered the league, but yeah. Uh, when you're, especially when you're a pro, like I was trading for you all the time. So like, I was trying to get you on every, every team, like in like franchise mode, whatever. I was, I was trading for Raven Felton on a regular basis. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to touch on that because I, I, that comment, I, I, I saw it online. I was like, oh my god, I had this game, and like, I, I got to talk to you about it. So thank you for that. Um, no so going back to the Hornets, like I mentioned, ten seed, some cushion mm-hmm. above the Hawks. Or excuse me, above the uh, Wizards right now, Wizards. half game behind the Hawks. Uh, since we last recorded, the um, they've lost to the Nets. They, the Hornets lost to the Nets. They lost to the Celtics, and they beat the Pelicans. So on the upswing, you know, avoiding a losing streak. Uh, they're playing the Thunder tonight. They travel to um, OKC uh, either yesterday or the day before to get some work in, um, which is nice because not flying in day of and you know, hitting the court because they had the weekend off, no game. So that allowed hopefully some time to rest and recuperation. Uh, Raymond, when you have that time off uh, going into a game, traveling ahead of time, um, what, what, what's that do? Like, is it, I expect the team to be fresh and focused and relaxed going into this. Um, but that, I mean, that can't, it's not always the case, right? No, you can't really do that, man. Like, you know, it's, it's crunch time. So it's really not really no time off. I mean, you can give yourself a day let your body rest, let your body kind of like, you know, just relax a little bit. But really, even if you don't have practice, you got to get in the gym, get some shots up, get a workout in. You got to keep that thing going, man, because, you know, you're playing for something, you know, and you lost two games, kind of put you behind. Atlanta, Atlanta won, you know, they last two or three games, maybe three. Now they're in the ninth seed. Now you move down to the 10th seed. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't want to keep sliding. You got to got to keep working so you know hopefully those guys you know really got in the gym and still got some shots up and still you know got some work in no matter what even if they did have some time off and i don't want to disparage any any city you know in in the in the country but they've had uh let's see here so 
Yeah, the Saturday, Sunday. I don't know when they arrived in Oklahoma City, but we hear, you know. They probably got there yesterday. Probably yesterday, yeah. yeah. You used to go the day before. Um, there's, sometimes you hear stories about, you know, teams with time off going into a, a, a city, you know, s- certain cities. Mm-hmm. Um, OKC doesn't seem to be one of those cities. I mean, sure there's plenty of fun things to do, but it's not Miami. It's not Toronto. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, is there a level to that? Is that is that a myth? Like, are do, do players treat different cities differently when it comes to like time off? Like, you get your work in, obviously, you do you do your job, um, mm-hmm. but like, when it comes to like, free time, like, how do you kind of balance that? And depending I mean, on, is that does it depend on the city you're in? It really don't matter. I mean, it's really it's all about being a professional. You mm-hmm. know, you you know what you can take, what you can tolerate, what your body can, you know, withstand. So you know, just really understanding yourself because I would never tell nobody not to go to a city and not enjoy themselves. You know, because I did it. You know, but you know, I was a person who never drink, don't smoke, I don't do none of those things. So, you know, me going out is me just going out to get out of the room, mm-hmm. just to get out to get out and see the see the town for a little bit, and I'm back in my room. You know what I'm saying? Well, never really on nothing else like that. You know, find me a casino because I like to play poker. You know, I go to a casino, play poker for a few hours, and I'm back at the room. So, you know, it's just one of those things where you just got to be professional. It's all, it all ball down to that, man. Just be professional. Know who, know who you are, understanding your body, and know what you can tolerate. So if you can't go out and not have a good game the next day, then don't go out, <laughs> get you something to eat, stay in your room. But if you're one of those guys who can go out, have a good time and go out there and get buckets, then enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things, man. But, you know, does it make a difference in certain cities? Uh, yeah, it does. It, it really do. You know, I mean, you can't sit here and say, oh, man, I'm going to Miami. Deep. Like, oh, I'm going to Utah. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's still an NBA city, so no matter what, there's still things to do. Yeah, and speaking of OKC, you played <clears throat> two years there, right? Two years, yep. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, everyone has, like, you know, like the way that the team arrived in Oklahoma City is not the fan base's fault, you know, mm-hmm. um, and how they left Seattle. Um, <laughs> from a, I've never been, I've never been to Oklahoma City in general, and but <laughs> like you could tell, like during that that the stretch before they started like this rebuild period. Um, the fan base was really into it. Like they're really, like really embracing the team. Um, what was that fan base like? Like, what are your memories of playing for that fan base? That's probably one of the best fan bases in the NBA. Like they are really there. Like every night is like rocking. It's like a college game. It's, I feel like I was at Carolina when I played there. Like it was just crazy. It was loud. Like they really followed their Thunder basketball there. So mm-hmm. it was by far one of the best cities to play in because you know they really get behind their team. You know, it's nothing but amazing, man. You have you have fans when when we about to take off, they out there by the planes, like right by the gates and stuff yeah. before we drive in. You know, they'd be there. We'd come in, I don't care, man, it'd be two in the morning. It'd be people at the gates waiting on us, telling us congratulations, like, oh, if we lose, oh yeah, get them next time. Like it didn't matter. They were just always there, man. It was just amazing, man. So shout out to to the Thunder fans over there in Oklahoma, man. Yeah, it's like it's really special. Like you got, you know, Oklahoma City, San Antonio team cities with only the one professional team. So like it really galvanizes things, right? That's really yeah. cool to Yeah, the only thing they had down there was sooner sooner football for real. Yeah. That was that was that was their probably their number one thing out there was like sooner football. Like that's 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 the next thing out there, Thunder basketball that 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 city goes crazy for. 
<laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Tell you. All right, cool. Um, so um, moving on to some just other team news. Isaiah Thomas, he's staying around. Signed another <laughs> second day. Well, not second. A second 10-day contract with the team. The Hornets, are, they're maxed out with him. So at the end of this 10 days, he'll either leave or they'll sign him out, right, for the remainder of the season or maybe beyond. I don't know. Um, he's uh, been very vocal about uh, wanting to be around, be here, work with LaMelo. Um, about LaMelo, um, this is from Rod Boone. Um, these are quotes from Rod Boone in The Observer. Uh, Isaiah told Rod that um, La- he, being LaMelo, is going to be the face of the league. Um, he's already an all-star. Give him two or three years, he's going to be a top five, top ten in this league easily. He's a special talent. So you can really tell, like, he wants to take him under his wing. He says he says as much. He goes on to say, my job while I'm here is to have him focused, him being LaMelo, focused on taking every possession seriously and leading this mm-hmm. team. Even mm-hmm. if, even though he's only 19, 20 years old, he has the ball in his hands a lot. Mm-hmm. He has to be able to take that responsibility of leading guys, even if it's not vocal, just by how he plays. Um, and then said, he congratulated him for the job he did on, on the night when they played the Pelicans in New Orleans. Um, all the right things, right? Exactly what I think, exactly what we kind of talked about, that yeah. mindset when you have that veteran with LaMelo. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching him, and it's one of those things, too. Like, I would definitely do that if I, would, if I was there, if I was still playing. Like, really take him up on my wing and, like, kind of do what Brandon Knight did to me when I got to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just really teach him how to be professional, teach him how to be a point guard. And then just, it's not about dribbling the basketball. It's about so many other things that will help him dribble that basketball. So um, I look at a lot of positions with him. He's very talented. He's a kid. I totally agree with Isaiah that, you know, next five years, he's going to be considered one of the top five, 10 players in this, in this NBA. But um, with him being so young, mm-hmm. He still has a lot of that young basketball in him. You know, I see some of the plays he makes, some of the moves and dribbles that he makes, with passes he does. Like, he takes a lot of chances, you know, and sometimes, you know, simplifying it would be a whole lot better. But that's just all about him maturing, him getting older, him playing the NBA game a whole lot longer. And um, the sky's the limit for this kid. He's very talented, man. And just for a guy like Isaiah who – you know, at one point, his career was a tier, top tier point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy that you didn't want to see, you know, when he was in Boston. You didn't want to see Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? So, that's definitely somebody he can learn from. Definitely somebody who's been at that level, you know, of an all-star and playing at a high level at a big franchise place. And um, I think he can really help LaMelo. So, I really do hope they keep him on because you need veterans like that with a young team like this that they they will actually listen to him and really listen to what he has to say. So, I hope Charlotte does does the right thing and actually keep him. Yeah, and he's been playing well, too. Like, it's not yeah. just like a, a veteran presence. Like, he's been he's been That's what I'm about to say. He, he really can play still. So, mm-hmm. and then like you just keeping him on, just an old, uh, old guy, just to have him around the locker room. This guy can really still give buckets. So, yeah. you know, you, you, you got the best of both worlds with him. So, you know, like I said, I hope they keep him on. And, you know, like uh, we saw last year, it's a, on the idea of mentorship, um, last year, LaMelo's rookie year, Bismack Biombo. Was, was next to him all the time, right? Every mm-hmm. opportunity he had, he had his arm around LaMelo talking to him. Um, it was pretty clear, like, watching from a distance that they, that was his veteran, you know, on the team. Biz left in the offseason, and so 
it was kind of a like the question was like who's going to do that you know um who wants to do it uh, mm-hmm. so I, I think we're we're here now i think um and i'm excited to see what happens the rest of the way definitely need um need everyone locked in the rest of the way to at least solidify the playing spot at this point i think we're okay i think at this pace because we're gonna talk about hayward in a second got some some interesting hayward news um but once the team gets fully healthy i think we should be all right should be okay <laughs> um, Mason Plumley, all right, shooting the left, shot a left hand free throw. Okay, <laughs> you went one for one from the line, hundred percent. You take those, right? No complaints whatsoever. What are you making no him complaints. shooting a left handed free throw? I want to see more of it personally. If it works, it works. Um, right. He's like around thirty percent with the right hand this year. Um, right. I mean, you can't do really worse, so why not? You know. Hey, listen. If he's thirty percent right handed and he's hundred percent left handed. <laughs> Then um, I think we should go left handed. Yeah, <laughs> but nah, hey, man. Whatever works, you know. That's one of those things, you know. It's like Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson shot left handed for a long time, and now uh, he changed his shot to a right hand. So, you know, if you're a guy that can do both, then if it works better with the left hand, then shoot it, shoot it. I don't care what it is, as long as that percentage goes up. <laughs> yeah, man. I, um, the I, I would this next game is away. I really wish it was at home because I think. The fan base in Charlotte would lose their minds if they saw, like, in a good way. Like, they're, they're, I think the roof would blow off the place if Mason <laughs> goes like two for two from the free throw line with left hand free throw shots. Like, I want, I hope when they come to, when they host Atlanta in a few days, I want, mm-hmm. I hope he's still doing it because um, we only saw the one free throw attempt <laughs> on the night. Um, so, knock on wood, we can see more of that. <laughs> um, so, uh, with Hayward, this kind of last thing, Hornets news wise. Uh, according to Rod Boone, Gordon Hayward is—he's uh, been out of the walking boot uh, for like a week or so. He's been up shots. Uh, he's still progressing. Um, next step is live action, so and that could happen in the next few days or few weeks. Still t- taking it slowly, but um, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Um, so, uh, what do you make of like this uh, Hayward's kind of progression um, uh, as he nears a return? Because like he's been out, he'll be out for about a month probably all said and done, maybe six weeks. Mm-hmm. When, you, when it comes to coming back and getting involved again, making sure your lungs are good, making sure your legs <laughs> are good again, like that, what's that process like without risking a regression? It's tough, it's tough. You know, it's just one of those things where you gotta really trust, you know, that, you've, that you are fully healthy, that you, you know, can still be out there and be yourself with the injury you're just coming off of. So getting that confidence back in, in that aspect and then getting that that conditioning that you really need because you can do all the conditioning in the world, stay in shape, do all of that. Then you get on that basketball court, run up and down one or two times, you feel like you're dead. So yeah. it's a different level of conditioning from playing than just riding a bike or being on a treadmill or doing all that stuff. It's just a total different thing. So um, yes, it's going to take some time to really get in the flow of that. So hopefully we can get them back here pretty soon where he can go live and play some a little bit, you know, in practice and then get a get a few games in before they do go into the, the playing games, into the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, OKC tonight. Um, and then we got the Thunder – excuse me, the the Hawks Wednesday, which I think will be a play, – it's a playoff game. It's a playoff a game in game. March, you know. That's a big game. It's a huge game. That's a big game. And you know Atlanta will be ready for that. Um, no they, question. They, they caught us earlier um, in uh, in January. Or, yeah, January, end of January, 113 to 91 um, here in Charlotte. So it, coming off the Thunder, like, but, 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 they handle their business tonight against the Thunder. They can 
make up ground against Atlanta. Um, not, make, is, that, is, that, is that the right phrase? Make up ground? Yeah, make up ground. That is the right yeah, phrase. Yeah, make up ground. It's supposed yeah, to, it yeah. didn't sound right coming out of my mouth, but yeah, that's a phrase. I didn't make that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they can make up, make up ground against Atlanta. Um, and then, you know, they got Dallas after that. So there's an opportunity to go on a little win streak if it all falls into place against a really tough Dallas team that's really turned the corner and then a rematch versus yeah. the Pelicans. So, Dallas you know, is playing well. They play Dallas at home. Yeah, 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 here. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's also on uh, NBA TV. So uh, a little national TV love uh, for the Hornets. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's the last scheduled one um, the rest of the way, I think, unless um, the, that, the final game of the season, which could have some stakes to it, April 10th against the Wizards. Um, that's, that's, that's how they end the year. Uh, so that could be a really important game, depending on how the rest, how the lead up to that <laughs> game goes. Yeah, it could be interesting. <laughs> and yeah, so, which is weird, man. The Wizards got off to such a great start um, to the season. One seed at one point, and then, you know, doesn't, I mean, Bucks were hurt, Sixers were hurt. Like, so every, everything kind of settled in later <laughs> in. But yeah, no, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this team responds. It keeps the, the positivity going. Um, and hopefully they handle the business tonight against OKC. Uh, so, uh, any any closing thoughts before we uh, before we say goodbye? Nah, man, not for me, man. Just uh, I hope those young boys really just like I said, lock in man. these last few games. You know, stay in the gym, just keep continue to work on your craft, get shots up, um, work on your body, stay in the weight room. You know, keep those bones strong and. Go make a real, real strong push. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get into this playing games and go ahead and just go and surprise, not even surprise somebody. Go ahead and go ahead and give, give somebody an upset. You know, to me, it's not an upset. I think Charlotte has a really good team that's just young and, you know, still finding themselves and still learning how to win. So they're going to be they're gonna be one of the top five teams in the, in the East in the near future. So as long as these guys stay together, and I think, you know, MJ and those guys, you know, Mitch Cup checking them over there. I think they'll keep them. They'll keep all those guys together because I think those guys really gel with the one another. So we're going to see how it goes. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Well, thank you so much, Raymond. Thank you out no there problem. for listening to the Leaving Hornets podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network presented by Bat Online. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.